Should we get? I'm ready to go. Trailers of biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want you to do, Gary: is start the episode and then just surprise me with which what, which one you want to do, and then I'll just I'll just ride with it. Okay, I would do that, but when I walked in here, I said we could do Matrix, and you angrily looked at me and said. I've just spent half an hour working on trailers. <laughs> yeah, but I've got so all, no, no, no. I've got all the notes on my phone, so I gonna... will surprise you, but I don't think it's going to be much of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> notes back up then. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we talk about films and film related things and usually stay mildly not even topic. close to it. not even close mild uh today we're joined by oh sorry i'm let's do our introductions first oh, with yes, with okay. with the owners we're the stars we're the stars i'm gary copeland and over on that couch the hollywood walk of fame of failures gavin stewart Trenchfoot. No. Nope. Trenchford! It's not. It's not. It's the hollywood walk of fame of failures gavin stewart <laughs> and that little voice was my big man Davey. 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 The name that I've shouted out multiple times. You have. And it's been glorious hearing my name being shouted. Makes me happy. Davey. Davey. He made it on. Can we get the official verdict on, is it Davey or Dave? Whatever you want. Okay. That's That's Gary, for instance, he he calls me Dave. David. D-bag. D-bag. D-bag's a good one. Arsehole. Butthole. Yep. Baldy. Sock. Egghead. Yep. Beardy. Muppet. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a zip, frequent. Zippy from Rainbow. Yep. That's the latest one. <laughs> I can't wait until... <laughs> but look at him. Yep. Look, he's like Zippy with a beard. Just a little bit. For people listening at home, yeah, he kind of looks like... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I was expecting from him, but not from you? You're meant to be the good guy. Yeah. And uh, over on that mic, chiming in every once in a while we have. You got to do your own name. <laughs> no, I don't like I don't like calling myself audio boy. It feels weird. You can say Philip. No. No, usually you just say it's your boy. It's your it's your boy. <laughs> I can't wait for none of that to make the final edit. <laughs> um and no, today if I just leave the really long pause and I just put it's your boy. Because it's just so sad. <laughs> and in today's episode, we're gonna talk about something that infuriates all three of us. And uh is it me? twist surprise is it not me for Gavin, it is the Matrix movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the trailers. We're going to talk about trailers. We'll save Matrix for another day. Um, because okay. I, I need a rewatch of them. The only bits the only bits I remember of Matrix... I remember the Matrix 1. And Matrix 2, I remember a woman eats a cake and has an orgasm. Crazy. And there's ghosts. Yep. No, it was vampires, werewolves, and ghosts. Fuck off if they're vampires and werewolves. Yeah. yeah. What? That's why you need to go yeah, back man. and rewatch these movies. They are... <laughs> no! No, yeah, it's yeah. not vampires or werewolves. The, yes. the whole mythos of it is that um, all the glitches in the Matrix like uh, like programs just like going all over the place as vampires, werewolves, anything that's been like a supernatural occurrence. As well, programs, in... Yeah, programs not doing their job properly. And they're in the Matrix too. I have no recollection See, of a the, single vampire the way or that, werewolf. The way that I heard of it was the Maravindian was... It's uh, a Maravindian. He's, he's the, the he's, guy who made the cake. Right. Caused the orgasm. He's sitting next to Monica, Monica Bellucci in the second one. And okay, I'm... Sorry, guys. Maybe I went too fast for you. I remember 
The Matrix won pretty well, and I remember a cake gives a woman an orgasm. Now, okay. you're going to throw words at me like marry eventually, werewolves, <laughs> vampires, or any other bullshit. I do not know what those things are. So to summarize, you need to go back and rewatch the movies, yeah. and Audio Boy needs to see the movies for the first time ever. We should watch yes. them together, and I should okay. rewatch them. Wait. Am I invited to the watch along party? Yeah, of course you are. Because you point at him and says we should watch I'll together. Have questions. I'm, I'll I'm have sitting so over here questions. like, well, no, but I, I, it was, I think it was assumed, but it was like we'll make a plan. We'll let you know. Oh, you, you'll make a plan on the separate group chat you have that I'm not in, and then maybe I'll get invited, maybe I won't. Gavin, do you know what a friend circle is? Apparently, you don't. You don't involve me in any of them. Hey, Gavin, you know that group you have with all your friends that I'm not in? You're invite. You're literally coming to a birthday party. In two Am weeks? I in a WhatsApp group? <laughs> yes or no? No. Thank you. You're a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Don't at me. <laughs> you guys all went fucking out to the cinema and for dinner, and I wasn't invited. I was sitting this flat by myself. That was on him. I didn't know you were off. Mm, you could have asked. <laughs> Actually, the conversation went, let's not invite Gavin. See, I knew it. I knew it. I got your back. Uh, Thank you, man. Someone has to. In this episode, we're going to fucking air the beef. <laughs> <laughs> But you're a vegan, so you can't hear the beef. I'm going to air the soy protein. <laughs> there we go. That's more like it. Substitute. Uh, yeah. No, let's talk movie trailers. Um, they're a fucking nightmare. And they always have been. And they... Thank you for listening, everyone. This has been the Meandering Movie <laughs> they Podcast. They always have been. So I think the, 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 point we, the point I want to talk about mainly is I think it's getting slightly better now. I've got a bullet pointed list ready to go. <laughs> Well, give me a second. I want to hear those bullet points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Settle in, folks. Um, You're Vaseline out. It's about to get saucy. <laughs> We've got a bullet pointed Why? list. Don't put Vaseline in any sources you feed people. <laughs> That's not what it's for. I mean, you know. Um, it's slightly better now. Rub it because on your I, chest. Because I think... That <laughs> That's Vicks. <laughs> Why would you put Vaseline on your chest? What are you doing? Because then... I'm not even going to go where I'm going to go with it. <laughs> okay. They're getting slightly better now. Are they? But mm. slightly better. There's a new trend, which is on the bullet-pointed list, I must Okay, which, which maybe when you said, I'll, I'll agree. But yeah, I feel they're slightly better now. But for the longest time, you're right. Trailers have been ruining movies way, 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 way before you see a film. So yeah. you, you, can, you can watch a trailer... And have huge surprises and huge things that shouldn't be ruined for you, ruined for you, prior to a movie. And it, it's it's this weird mindset somewhere high up that the marketing teams go, all right, the only way we're going to get people in to see this film is if we show them the best parts. The best parts. And the best parts are bar films that have a defining twist, like Sixth Sense or anything like that. Bar films that have a huge twist and everything's fair game. Yep. And it, it's just this mind-boggling process. The one that the one that brought it to a head for me at least was Thor 3 Ragnarok. And I know for any of mm-hmm. our dedicated listeners, we talked we've touched on this before, but the whole first You can check that out in the Which episode was whatever it? Whatever episode that was in. Whichever that would one. probably be the Marvel movie rankings part two. I think it was before that. I don't know if we talked about it. No, I, I think it was before that. It was, yeah, it was this was early. But anyway. Thor 3 Ragnarok, the first act, just as a, a quick recap, Jeff Goldblum is talking about my champion, and they're talking about how Thor is going to have to take down the champion to prove his worth, to even have a chance at getting Jeff Goldblum's, you know, what's the, what's the word? 
his his pardoning, I guess. Yes. His freedom. Grace. His freedom has has life. Whatever. He's gonna have to beat the champion, and and nobody knows who the champion is. And even Loki's going. Oh, I've I've heard about this champion. No one's no one's ever beaten him in combat, and it's all. One quick thing about that. That makes no goddamn sense. He was there for at least two weeks. And how in two weeks has he never heard or seen or anything to do with that? Well, he's heard. In, anyway, he's heard, he's heard. He's heard about it. He hasn't seen a fight with. Right. Him. So for two weeks, and he could the grandmaster could have been making like money on this, and for two weeks he was like, Nah, <laughs> do you know what? You're not doing anything for the next two weeks. You're just gonna had to power down some protein shakes. <laughs> had to power up two weeks. Anyway, of, of, I wish I of thought, beefing. You know. I just like that you said power down some protein shakes. Chow chow down. I think I was going for chow down protein shakes, but the word power was just in my mouth. I just go for like pound protein shakes. Pound, pound, chow, pow, pow. Kapow. (laughs) Kapoom. Um, Sexy's Batman. Anyway, yeah, the first act of Thor Ragnarok is meant to be a big mystery about who the champion is. And then, bosh, it's the Hulk. Oh my God, he wasn't on the posters or in the trailers or he wasn't a toy line. I'd had... No fucking clue it was coming. Except we all fucking did because he was a huge piece of the marketing, and he was, in some cases, a, what a third of the fucking posters because yeah. it was that yeah. that ring out from Molnir and then Thor and then Hela and then Odin and then boom Hulk right at the top. What the fuck? So it's bullshit, and we should talk about it. <laughs> and we are uh, the whole <laughs> uh, trailers spoiling things thing. Dates back. When to, Gavin? <laughs> a very long time ago. Uh, some of the earliest and most egregious examples that I have found. That's a big word. It is a big word. I like big words. Now I'm going to spell No. Uh, One of them is Terminator 2, isn't it? No, even before that. Oh, really? Like uh, Casablanca the, or something. Uh, no. Oh, uh, uh, Citizen Kane. Rosebud. I mean, that's not really a spoiler. Why? Because... Just doesn't really spoil the film. Doesn't it? No. If you knew about that before the film, because the whole film's like... Bruce oh. Willis was a rosebud the whole time. Bruce Willis was a rosebud. But well, I ro- the whole point of Criticism Kane is who the ro- was rosebud. Was the interesting uh, psychology to look at it, which is audiences of that time weren't as, ins- weren't as switched on and as engaged with movies as we are today. It's because their movies were boring as fuck. That's not then. true. That's absolutely not true at all. So just let's just... No, I'm kind of a guy. No, nope, we're going to retract. So we're going to retract that statement because it's it's because cinema has changed. And oh, we've I'm gone sorry that you don't have fucking Avengers Endgame like events every week. You sops. I'm look. I'm gonna. I'm I'm adding a. It's because cinema's moved on and evolved. And yeah, we. I grew up with a different style of cinema, but those films are boring as fuck now. Nope. Yep, nope. they are. Nope. You got to appreciate. The majesty of what came before to appreciate what we have. I, now. I can appreciate them, but if you gave me the option of watching two and a half hours of Citizen Kane where it's really slow editing and really slow cuts and people just talk about things for so long because they didn't have special effects, so everything just had to be a conversation. It's like a podcast, except with a colourless picture to look at. Have you ever watched So what you're it? saying is this is boring. I mean, this right now is boring <laughs> for the listeners, probably. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, have you no, seen? I, uh, I, uh, I think I did once because because I, I read think it, you did once. I read an article which was Citizen Kane's the best film ever, and I thought, well, I gotta watch the best film ever. It, it got ranked at like number one a bunch, and I thought I'll go watch Citizen Kane, and I did. I don't get me wrong; it's fine, but <sighs> plus we already know what the best film of all time is, and it's uh, Waterworld with Shrek Kevin Costner. Too. It's not. No, it's Waterworld with Kevin Costner. 
Best one of all time, Davey. I'm feeling ganged up here because I like the Gavin Cinematic Universe. So I can yeah, he does. <laughs> I told you people like the GCU. No one likes the GCU. Davey likes the GCU. Apparently. I mean, I, th- I thought it sounded like a great idea. Yeah, see? Ties everything together. What do we talk about in the car on the way here? I know. Don't, don't make him think he's better. No. <laughs> I don't think I'm better. I think I'm right. Because the GCU <laughs> is the future, ladies and gentlemen. So, what's the earliest... The yeah, earliest some of the examples of big movies, uh, And I'm going to say... Well, you've seen one of them, like Bad Carrie, Boys. for example. And oh, Carrie. The, the original Carrie, it literally just gives away her entire like third act explosion, killing people, blah, blah, blah. So, if you go into yeah. Carrie, you're watching it, you're going like, where's... Oh, what's going to happen to poor Carrie? What's going to happen to her? You're sitting there going like, well, I know she's going to go oh, Super Saiyan. Wait, because like, I think... I, yeah, you're right. I had a film, I had a, I had a VHS back in the day that had Carrie's trailer on it. And I'm sure the trailer is just her walking about covered in blood. Fucking... It's, it's those perfect kind of trailers where it's got... Exploding uh, shit with them. Movie man voice with like, she was just an ordinary girl. And then, yeah, it's just like, is... and then it has like flashing images and screams in the background and then her covered in blood and stuff. And it's like, well, we know what's going to happen to poor old Carrie. She's going to yeah. have her period and it's just going to be a rough, <laughs> rough day for her. It's going to go in her face. It's going to go in her hair. Oh. Oh. How do women deal with it? And then she's going to scream a lot while she cleans. Because <laughs> that's what happened in Carrie. Yeah. To my memory. Uh, other examples would be uh, Rome Polanski's Chinatown. Also 70s. Never seen that. Literally, it has the final line of the movie in the trailer. What was is, the final line of the movie? Uh, Wait, have we got ourselves some kind of Chinatown? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, is it, it's not a spoiler warning for this, right? This is an old, old movie. Yeah, it came out in 1976. Ah, or 1974. What was the final... How can the final line of a film spoil a, f- a movie? Because in the frame of the scene, it gives away what's going to happen to some of the characters. <laughs> the final line of the movie was, I'm Jack kill killed my wife. <laughs> he was the murderer, and that's what we've been doing for the last two days. One and a half hours movie time. Finn. So you've seen Chinatown then? <laughs> <laughs> If any of that's right, I will fucking shit a brick. <laughs> so you've also not seen Chinatown? No, I said that. Okay. Just upsetting. Uh, but yeah, so example of that. But then you can go to your more kind of earlier... Uh, I guess like the 90s is a place where they really just went, fuck it. Yeah. Let's just give... What I was going to say, what's interesting, going further back, I think you kind of get a bit more leeway. Um, and in the sense, what I mean, what I mean by that is Carrie, specifically was a book before it was a film, Stephen King. Yeah. And it was one of those, I assume that that was, I think it was a popular book at the time as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, Stephen King was was big back in the 80s. So I assume that film was made... Kind of came out in the 70s. The the movie. And then the book came out even earlier than that. So I assume that film was made with people who have loved the film, loved the book already, knowing what's going to happen. So it's kind of one of them... You know, it doesn't matter that yeah, the ending was spoiled. Say, like Kubrick Shining and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it's but one then of you like, look at, But then obviously the Shining ending was completely changed for the film. Yeah. But, but then you can also look at, I mean, just like people like Kubrick and the way he was in control of his projects. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever watched a trailer for like 2001 or uh, A Clockwork Orange and stuff like that, those trailers, well, I guess with Clockwork Orange, it does give away what happens to the character in the latter half of the film. But 2001 A Space Odyssey, how do you explain that film in a trailer you yeah. just go like yeah. here's a bunch of beautiful images enjoy everyone yeah, yeah. that's my point I, it, it's the further back you go I, I kind of feel that there's probably more and more reasons that it's not as important but 
coming up to the modern day. Yeah, the, yeah, the nineties is the perfect example of just when we we had the combination of movie guy voices, mm-hmm. the entire plot being in the trailer, and movie guy explaining the entire plot while they show <laughs> you the entire plot, and it's it's unbelievable to go back and watch some trailers and just be like, yeah, like my my favorite example of just like how can you fuck this up so royally is Robert Zemeckis' Castaway, which is in the trailer for Castaway, they show that he gets off the island and back home safe. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you What are you doing? What's Why? That, yeah. It's like, I'm trying to, maybe, did they do that because they deemed it unimportant? I mean, it's, could, it's not a big deal that he gets off the island. It's how he survives. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a fair point. But it's also like, it kind of cuts out a bit of the tension or suspense when it's like... Yeah. I mean, thankfully they didn't give away the Wilson thing in the trailer because then no one would have seen the movie because it'd been too heartbreaking. I don't... Would it have been? If you've Me seen... Wilson. <laughs> Wilson's Tom Hanks' best friend. If you'd seen that in the trailer... Wilson. I have seen a Wilson floating away and I'm screaming <laughs> for him. Wilson! Wilson! If you'd seen that in the trailer, you would have just gone... What the fuck? <laughs> what, what the fuck am I watching? Why is why is Tom Hanks just screaming at a fucking volleyball? That's a great point. I was like, I need to see this fucking movie. <laughs> Who is this Wilson character? This is this like a fantasy movie? Or just... I think if Castaway got made today, Wilson would be a, a CGI animated character. Like, uh, oh yeah, what he'd be the comic like relief. Fred Flintstone. What do we say the other the other episode? The little green alien in the Flintstones, Zazu, Zizams. Was we talking about this? Nope. Have I just imagined the Were conversation? Were we talking to someone else about this? It wasn't me. Don't look at me. Well, I was talking to... You remember in the Flintstones, Fred Flintstone had that little green alien named Bing Bong you, you, or, or Flim? And it was... Is that the thing that was connected to... Um, uh, what was that? The Jetsons. Yeah, the Jetsons. I think And they tried was. to have like a crossover between yeah, the Flintstones yeah, yeah. and the Jetsons. It was played by... God, we're old. What was the Scottish guy in The Mummy? What's his name? Scottish guy in the... Oh, I, yeah, he was in, like, Spartacus and stuff like that. It's him in the live-action version of Viva... Viva Rock Vegas? Viva Rock Vegas, I? That's a fucking film. Oh, I typed in The Mummy and it gave me the Tom Cruise one before it gave me the Brendan Fraser one. That's depressing! Very upsetting. I would like to draw attention to the fact that we've managed to bring The Mummy... The Mummy and Brendan Fraser back into the... <laughs> uh, oh. John Hanna. John Hanna, that's it. Yeah, he played him in the in Viva Rock Vegas. Um, that's the second one. That's the second one. I do not remember much. John Goodman's not in it. It's the guy. Oh, yeah. It's Robert Baratheon from Game it, of Thrones. It is because John Goodman's just like, nah, I'm good, thanks. And I'm pretty sure the guy that plays Barney Rubble, it's not Rick Moranis. It's, I mean, it's it's a man who I have no recollection of. <laughs> Here's the fun thing. I'm not even going to Google it. Can't be bothered. <laughs> who cares? Just a, a smudge on my brain. That man is. Um, but then, yeah, the the greatest crime. To happen to movie trailers in the nineties, and I've mentioned this before, is Terminator Two. Terminator Two. Is it? I've never heard this. Because I mean, please go into extreme depth about I'm it. I'm glad you're here, David. This is what we brought so you. So, what for. movie trailers have ruined it for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear. I want to hear Terminator Two again. I mean, I, I, no, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just this mentioning Terminator Two. The yeah, it's the greatest thing. crime to happen to cinema behind Bohemian Rhapsody. The, the movie we don't talk about <laughs> is the Terminator 2. So, and if if you haven't heard our previous episode, give us a quick recap. In Terminator 2, they give away the trailer. The, the trailer they give away the twist that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the good guy and the uh, cop is the bad guy. Yeah. Even though the entire film is shot, edited, 
and structured in a way to make you think that the cop is going to be the good guy there to save uh, John Connor and the Terminator is the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is there to kill him. Down to the point where like the costume design, the actions they do, the kind of uh, blocking of certain scenes, all that type of stuff. Because James Cameron was fucking G at that time, and then the the <laughs> company or the, the movie studio was just like, yeah, but we'll just give it away in the trailer. Terminator Two is the one where the redneck woman spikes her arm through the guy's Yeesh. throat. Yes, that's a good bit. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> I was watching this thing recently where James Cameron was talking about, you know, the scene near the end where the heli- he's chasing them in the helicopter. Mm. And they were like, oh, we helicopters can't do the kind of stunts you want them to do. And then James Cameron found this Vietnam pilot who was an absolute nutcase man. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I can do all this. Just like, give me 10 minutes, like, set this stuff up. And the camera crews and like, the, the crew and all that were like, yeah, we're not going to film this. This is too dangerous. He went, okay, give me the camera. I'll stand there and I'll set it up and I'll get it done. And he just stood there and this man just flew helicopters under tunnels and <laughs> over stuff. And he was just like, man was fucking mad, but we did it. And I'm like, give me that James Cameron back. <laughs> give me the man. He's like, fuck it, just fly a helicopter under this bridge. <laughs> you might die, but it'd be great for the movie. So what else after Terminator 2? Where, where, which other major offences did we have? <laughs> Everyone, now everyone's obviously thinking about this film because I'm sure when they saw the trailer or the film, they thought they gave it away. Free Willy. Because... In the trailer for Free Willy, they show that Free Willy... I don't think I've ever thought about Free Willy in my entire life. <laughs> I think I, I'm, I'm with him. I, I haven't thought yeah. about Free Willy since I was I mean, five. The fun thing is, in the context of this podcast, this is the second time I've made mention to Free Willy. I think the first time we were just talking about needing a piss. No, we're, <laughs> weirdly we're talking about how a shark was going to get into a lake to kill me. Free Willy over the giant walls that you built. Yeah. I'm with you. Um... Yeah, and Free Willy. Talking, like the, that, po- like the poster is the same thing that Thor Ragnarok does, where it shows Free Willy jumping out Over into the, the Pacific, boy fist bumping. Yeah. Again, is that not so? That, maybe that brings up an interesting point. When are these films being ruined, 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 ruined by their trailers? Well, there's different levels of ruining, where there's like your castaway thing that's like a spo- or the Terminator thing that could be mm. a spoiler. Terminated, Terminated two hundred percent. I'm giving you that. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think the Thor Ragnarok thing—that's a spoiler. Thor Ragnarok definitely didn't. Need it's to also that. like a momentum killer or kind of an experience ruiner. But it's like you're sitting there in Thor Ragnarok and you're having tons of fun, but you also know, like, well, like when do we get to the Hulk? Is, when is the, is the Hulk yeah, coming? Yeah. It's like, or, yeah, it's like it just kind of hampers the experience a wee bit, yeah. holds it back. No, I'm with you. So, quick question. Yeah. At me first. Um, for movies that were released before, like social media and everything became a huge, huge deal for trailers and you know YouTube, all that kind of stuff. See these older trailers; they wouldn't have been seen by like a huge audience, I would assume. Well, it would have been a much smaller, condensed, you know, set of people that are seeing these trailers point. and talking the, about in it in the cinema. So, would it yeah. be a spoiler? So, whoever, the, like, the, yeah, the occasional TV yeah. advert for but, maybe the big, but number. then it's in the nineties uh, where TV spots came in and. TV sp- the 90s TV spot. Yeah, because that was when TV was uh, kind of exploding into the, its massive thing with like Super Bowl. Things like the Super Bowl and those kind of events and like advertising and people wanted to get their adverts in front of these big events. And so the TV spots would come along, 30 seconds, they had to condense it. And usually they would use the kind of big scenes that would grab people's attention. And often those scenes were the ones that would spoil the film or yeah. give away uh, revelations or betrayals or etc etc and now TV spots have just gotten worse and worse now because I remember when I was younger and it was always tapes and yeah tapes had like the same you know 10-15 minutes of trailers yeah. but 
even then, by that point, by the time you've got the tape out, whatever movie was going to be out is already out, and then people are already talking about it due to kind of how long it takes for stuff yeah, to come out. I never rewound my tapes before returning them. Yeah, but you also recorded over them because you're a fucking sociopath. Fuck blockbuster. <laughs> I'm glad it's gone. No. I mean, did you not get karma back on you? Where you're, it's all gone Pete Tong? Oh, man. Have I ever told you about my, my, my It's All Gone Pete Tong DVD? No. So, you've seen the film It's All Gone Pete Tong? I no? Haven't. He hasn't fucking seen the well, no, Matrix. It was an open think he's room seen... question. It was an open room question. Have you seen the film It's All Gone Pete Tong? No. Right. It's got that actor. If you look him up, he's in. he was actually in Game of Thrones as well, funnily enough. I mean, you, he was the one that was kicking him out with the resurrected boy, the little monk fella. Look it up, fuck's sake. What's the movie called? It's all gone Pete Tong. Is Pete Tong involved at any point? No. Okay. Because it's it's more about, it's all gone Pete Tong as in it's all gone wrong. But it tells the story of a DJ oh, who yeah, loses his, his hearing. Um, but because he's a DJ, he doesn't want to give it up. So he goes to... sure it's not DJ Pete Tong? Paul K. Yeah, it's Paul K. Okay. Came out in 2004. Like... A famous DJ in the Ibiza club scene finds the alcohol and drug field party that his this. life threatened by the progressive loss of his hearing. So anyway, goes on a mad bender and then he comes back for one final set and he puts speakers on his feet and he DJs even though he can't hear anything with using the vibrations. I've he seen it. the eye of... From... is an Egyptian tattoo. The eye of Horus. I think it's the eye of Horus. Who, who... That guy does? Yeah. In the movie. Oh, okay. Great. Anyway, Do I you know why he was a big fan of Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. <laughs> I bought It's All Gone Pete Tong on DVD because my friend had told me to, like, oh, you should watch this film. It's really good. So I went Blockbuster, bought a fucking secondhand copy of the DVD for like four quid or something, got it home, stuck it in my DVD player, pressed play, and then this trailer started for <laughs> Man Meets Woman. And it was like, like the opening to yeah. The Princess Bride or something. I don't know. It's like, you know, a man's in a forest and he walks upon a woman and then they start talking. And I was going, oh man, this film's lame where's where's this all gone Pete Tong five minutes later I was still watching the trailer to that film and I went this is really like a this is like a real long long trailer another 10 minutes I went what the fuck started fast forwarding through nah it was the wrong film on my Pete Tong DVD but it was the right deep front of the DVD and the box was fucking yeah I don't know either someone had copied over it did you finish the film no, oh. I have no idea what the film... I've still got the DVD in my house. I should bring it around. We should see what it is and just do a commentary <laughs> on it. <laughs> so this is our commentary for it. It's all gone Pete Tong, as long as you have my broken turns version out, of the DVD. Turns out you got like Shakespeare in Love or something. Yeah, but it went on and on. But yeah, it's a whole film. It's the wrong film on my It's All Gone Pete Tong DVD. And you're still here to this day. It's karma. I, I survived. I survived it. But yeah, Davey's right. That is karma for me. Fucking taping over the blockbuster videos. Did you ever tape over anything ever again? After that, I don't, I, think I, I don't think I had any equipment to do that. After that, just after that, it was all DVDs. It was all DVDs. Oh, did you ever get you know, DVD RW? Those DVD cleaner discs that fucking ruined every disc you put in them. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible. You're like, zoo, zoo, zoo. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just scratching my desk. Why am I doing this? Because what was the, the logic behind it was you scratch off a layer, yep. but no, you didn't. You just scratched in many, 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 many more scratches. It was like going over it with a fucking Brillo pad. You'd, you'd have been better off doing that. You might as well just rubbed it in your jeans and just, <laughs> there we go. Just. I remember seeing a trailer for, weirdly, I remember seeing a trailer for DVD technology back at the kind of cusp when it was coming in. 
And the trailer was saying, me and my mate were watching the film and this trailer came on and it was, it was going, DVDs are the future. DVDs are indestructible. They are the blah, 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 blah. And he just turned to me and went, well, that can't be true. Or they'd be covering tanks with them. <laughs> <laughs> that man now works for the military. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the DVD armor department. <laughs> Oh, right, should we get back on topic? Okay. I mean, technically we're talking about trailers, so we're... Yeah, technically we are. See, we, we never always leave topic. We wait, we stuck to it steadfast. Uh, Dave, anything else, any other trailers you can think of that were particularly shit? I don't know, spoiling. I see so many trailers. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. But then, yeah, Pet Cemetery spoiled a shit ton, because it shows you the little girl dying right... right oh, yeah, yeah. remember, yeah. Um, but it also so that, me- that movie had just left my head, so I was like, <laughs> "What happened in the pet cemetery?" And then the yeah. minute you said to me, "Get like boom," I remembered, like, literally gives away the whole third act of the film. So yeah, no, that does it ruins that. But also, it gave you a fucking that was a trailer for a different movie. So yeah, it's another interesting thing of like sometimes you get like clearly there's a direction with the movie, and then the studio watches it, and they're just like. This doesn't seem like it's going to play with audiences. So let's edit a trailer for a different movie using all the scenes you've given us. And then they put like a rock punk music over it. And it's like manic and seems like like a violent and intense. And then you watch it and it's just like a slow kind of artsy, Mm. melodic thing. You're like, Like, High Life is a perfect example of like, that seemed like like an intense kind of psychological horror to a point. And then you watch it, and it's yeah, just this yeah. kind of like meandering, hey, meandering, uh, melancholy, just like exploration of this? yeah. It's like because I, I think Hobbs and Shaw. Is, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the thing about Hobbs and Shaw is they put out what, two or three trailers, each one completely different from the other in terms of <laughs> it's just like what for, just, my head hurts, but I want to see it more. Well, weirdly, every single one has incorporated that one bit of uh, why can't we be friends, where the rock smashes into the elevator and then yep. the music goes bow, 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 and then Jason Satham claps that bit's been in every single trailer I just inexplicably I, I mean, it's going to be an event I'm excited for it so am I like I think it's going to be good I'm, I don't know well, if it's going to be no Gav you can't like them because those films all follow the exact same plot which means they're terrible in your books uh, oh, got my... I got you back I just I want to see Jason Statham in fact, saying that though, I recently watched Fast and Furious 8 because I've never seen it. Uh, audio boy walked in on me watching it. It was like being walked <laughs> in and watching porn and <laughs> chugging. He's like, what are you, are you watching Fast and Furious 8? It's like, yeah. And then later on, he thought it was on the telly. I watched it on Netflix. I chose to watch it. He went, no, wait, you, this isn't on the TV. I was like, yes, don't look at me. I feel shit. But I watched that movie and it's not good. Uh, and everyone in it isn't good. But I still... I Every time I think about Hobbs and Shaw, I'm just like, I just want to, I don't care. I, just... I haven't seen Fast and Furious 4 onwards. The last one I saw was Tokyo Drift. Uh, they, they aren't great. No. They aren't great. It is literally the same plot. I'll, I'll give that to you. This it is the same plot. Oh, there's a big bad. Oh, I've got to drive really fast to get stuff. But the thing is, <laughs> they introduce elements that are exponentially dumb each time to the point where in the last film they introduced a thing called God's Eye which can find any human being anywhere on the planet no matter where they are and then they did this film where they needed to find the character and were like shit we invented that God's Eye thing that's going to kill our plot so I went oh that character made it stop working now because like, Idris oh, okay. Elba in, the, in, in Hobbs and Shaw Idris Elba also is now a, a superhero, superhero with bulletproof skin he's black Superman like he says 
It's fucking crazy. Uh, he's punching in metal doors and like taking bullets and he's throwing Dwayne Rock Johnson around like a. Oh, I'm so every time I see it as well, I can't help but think it's Hobbs and Shaw, and I think, why is the why is the tiger and the little kid gonna? <laughs> oh, crazy? Calvin and Hobbs. Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah. yeah. So I always see it as Hobbs and Shaw, and I think, why the fuck are Calvin and Hobbs? Like, what are they gonna? Be? Do you think they're <laughs> smart enough to make a Calvin and Hobbs joke? No. Okay. No, definitely not. I mean, Dwayne Rock Johnson pulls a helicopter out of the sky in one of the trailers, so. What, does he? Yeah. <laughs> See what yeah, well, I mean? Well, but then saying that, Civil War, Winter Soldier? Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier did that trick oh, no. first. Civil War. Civil War. Civil War. He holds the bicep. Cap, Cap America's... Oh, let go. Pulling down helicopters. Chris Evans ruptured his bicep in real life <laughs> doing that scene. Is that a fact? Because I would believe you. You did, yeah. Yeah, that... Holy, it's the bit where he's holding it overarm, and then somebody went, and then what you should do is go underarm so we can really see that bicep yeah, curl. That Holy shit. After filming that so many times, just went, nah, son. Pop. <laughs> so yeah, trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that Hobbs Jaw trailer, oh, it's just, it's gorgeous. Right. So I have a, a fun fact that's going to turn into a question. Cause the best kind of fun, fun facts. Uh, trailers are called trailers because I mean, back, I way back in the day, I know this. I know they were played at the end of films. Hence, trailer. Oh. What I want to know is, okay. when did that change, and why did that change? Same time zombies well, that, that stopped changed eating because flesh. the majority of audiences would the film would end and then leave, and so no one would watch the trailers. And then movie companies were like, "Yeah, we want people to watch our trailers so they come see our movies. So we're going to put them in front of the movies. What's and put the credits at the end instead? Well, yeah, I was about to say that's really Cause weird because anyone else that's involved in making credits a movie. have done the flip of that. Because yeah. you watch like a Disney film, Snow White, for example. The first 10 minutes of that are just a bunch of fucking names over painted forests. I mean, yeah, if you go back to old films, which are rubbish and not good apart, apparently. Yep. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of those movies, the the introduction to them would be drawn out to a point where it's just like a camera just moving around the place, yeah. watching something so that they could just put all the credits through them. Or some movies would just have the audacity to like, just roll the credits and then the film will start. <laughs> you will sit through these credits and then you will watch the film. But yeah, then that flipped to the point where... And of course, at the time they decided to do that, there was backlash from... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, unions and stuff mm. between... And the companies of like, we want our credits at the front, not your trailers. And they were like, yeah, but... We have all the money and you have nothing. So well, our trailers fucking, are going at the front. They fucking got us though, don't they? Because now what they do is they let you watch the entire film and then the credits start rolling. And then they put a little bit extra of the film halfway through. And then there's more yep. credits. And then there's they put more bit. film right at the fucking end. So you have to sit through the whole fucking thing. Because it whets your appetite just enough that you go, I'm going to stay to the end now because I want to see what else there is. Well, luckily enough, there's a website for that. Yeah, but you still have to sit through it. Yeah. yeah. But usually look at me and go, is it worth it? I'm like, oh. 26 years of my life and there's never been a post-credit scene that's been worth sitting through the credits. Not one. Now you're trying to think of one, but you can't because there isn't one. I will think of one. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. That what? was a fucking sick <laughs> yeah. ass That was junk. amazing. There you go. Fuck you, we win. Yep. <laughs> no, you don't win. 
<laughs> no, you didn't. You sat in the fucking credits like idiots, watch, waiting for post-credit scenes. And there Jesus. was a post-credit scene that was great. I was actually, I didn't do it for that. I was trying to show my respects and support to the artists that put the film together. But apparently, you don't care about that, Gavin. So what a deck. What kind of Gavin person are you? Hates Gavin hates. I'm, I'm pretty cinema. sure you're one of those guys that downloads movies as well. Ugh, you make me sick, yep. Gavin. Out of everyone in this room, <laughs> I'm the last person to do any of these egregious things you have put upon me. Stop saying egregious. It's a great word. It's my word of the day. It's a good you're word, egregious. Actually. Oh, you're gorgeous. Uh, I have gangrene. Uh, <laughs> the So the new trend in movie trailers, which started up in the last five years, uh, and is my new most hated thing in all of the planet. Mm-hmm. So it goes that, then Hitler. Is What about Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh Ooh. yeah, it goes that then be, no. Bohemian Rhapsody, the five, the trailer thing, and then the Hitler. So the new thing is wait, wait, women. Wait. At the, at the be- <laughs> women are on the I love everything about them list, and they're okay. they're at the beginning okay. of the episode. They get to go except their acting abilities, apparently. No, <laughs> Tilda Swinton, Viola Davis, Emma Stone. At the beginning of this episode, there was two things you said. You said you hated. He likes three was women. It trailers and and Biscuits. Bohemian Rhapsody. Was it Biscuits and Bohemian Rhapsody? No, it was Bohemian Rhapsody and something else. I was, I was going like, to ask no, that fits It in. was the, the spoiling of Terminator 2. Oh, okay. But I suppose that slots in with trailers. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. So, yes, the new trend the ne- in the trailers, trend in trailers is the, the five-second trailer that plays before the two-minute, 48-second <laughs> trailer, where it goes, dun-dun-dun-dun, now the trailer. And then the trailer plays. Yeah. And it just... It shows you clips from the trailer you're about to watch, <laughs> but just in a quicker succession. It's the trailer trailer. It's a trailer for the trailer. It's the trailer trailer, it's, yeah. It's yeah. one of the most astounding... Th- That's but because of the YouTube I was going to say, it's because of YouTube, right? I know, but these marketing people are are evil geniuses. Where it's just like, do you know what we want to do for our trailer? What? Let's have it have another trailer. And I'm like, Tom, you're a god. Well done, you've nailed I, it. I really wish... I really, actually, I'd, I'd be interesting to go back, actually, of... Um, the, was it the missus? My tummy was rumbling. Yeah, it was the missus. Um, I'd be interested to go You're back to Thor, Thor 3 and find out if their five-second trailer had the Hulk in it. I'm going to say it did. Yeah, because... I'm going to say it had him smashing through the, the door. And then, I that know line. him! Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. It would be... Yeah, yeah, they are fucking geniuses. They're just... They're like, how do we get our trailers in front of the people now that they're finding ways to not watch their trailers? Just, just put more trailers. Do you know what I hate? The release date... For the teaser, for the trailer. Yes, but it's like... Actually, you know what I, I hate more than anything else? The fact that we now have... Yeah, you're right, the release date, but four waves of trailers. Yeah, you, you get, get a teaser, initial trailer, hype trailer, and then... Cinema trailer. Cinema trailer. That's four different fucking... And then you want to drop in TV spots on top of that? that are like yeah. TV yeah, but who, who watches regular TV anyway? I guess people who like sports. <laughs> In, Ameri- in, in America, maybe. So you got like six TV spots, yeah. and then you'll have a you'll have scene releases. You'll have yeah, you'll, like they'll just release an entire like four minute scene. Watch Black Widow uh, and Captain America fight. Do you know what's a new thing? Why? Just keep it for the fucking movie. Why? Why do they want us to see the film before we see the film? Where's the money? Because surely it's going to get to a point where I mean, people God- who don't have Cineworld cards are just going to go. I don't have to pay I mean, to go see that. The yeah. recent Godzilla King of the Monsters had like four theatrical trailers. Each one presented a different film. And then it had scenes of the monsters doing things. And then it had five second clips of the monsters doing things. And then it had GIFs. And <clears> then it had multiple posters. And it was just like, 
I've seen your film at this point, people. Yeah. And and then I saw the film. I was like, I wish I hadn't seen your film at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, yeah. Moving on. Next bullet point. Keep, <laughs> keep us on track, Gav. Uh, I want to. Uh, well, we've already. I, we- I, the thing is, I feel like I'm losing steam in this topic because it's just making me feel sad. Uh, I mean, I think one of the best, the best example of a trailer was the Infinity War trailer. Because that one, even... it's just like you're saying, it was something that was a completely different movie. So, like, the whole time sitting through Infinity War, I was like, I'm waiting for that scene where they're all rushing together. Yeah. You've got Hulk, and I'm like, I'm waiting for it. And then it didn't happen. I was like, they fucking bamboozled me. And you, and you loved them for it. You're like, yeah, they done me a trick. But it was it was great because yeah. you went into that and like expecting that scene, not getting it, and then getting you know the epic battle in Wakanda and stuff like that, and it was it was great. Did, saying that, actually, did I watched Deadpool two again recently? Did Thor three come out before Deadpool two, or was it after? Thor came out before Deadpool two. Yeah, cool. So I'm gonna make a, yeah that was 2018. I'm gonna make a statement here, which may or may not be correct. I think are they I think Marvel at least learned their lesson from Thor because the Deadpool 2 trailers gave so much so little away about the film that Well, that was Fox that did Deadpool 2. Yeah. Oh shit, sorry. But well, regardless, well, I, I think, think I think, I think there was a, all Disney now. I think Spider <laughs> I think Spider-Man Far From Home shows uh, them learning in a way cuz literally before yeah. that the second trailer came out they had Tom Holland be like, "Hey, if you've not seen Endgame, don't watch this trailer, yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. blah." And I was like that's a decent thing That's to do because they could have just dumped that trailer and people could have watched it. Like, fuck, I've not seen Endgame. Fuck like, sake. But, I know yeah. Iron Man's dead. The other side to that is, fuck that trailer. I mean, in general, fuck it because that was a pain in the arse. Because I remember when that first came out, it was two weeks after we seen the Endgame trailer come out, and we'd already agreed we weren't watching any trailers. Oh, and yeah. then all of a sudden, here's your Far From Home trailer. They released well, it before. Fuck off. They released it before Endgame, which was yep. insane. And it was months before as well. Not even. Oh, do you know what? We released it a oh, week yeah. before. No, this was back in December, and I had to say to everyone, "Do not fucking talk about this. I don't want to know anything." Dave, it's okay. You can swear. I was about. To, I love that you, you you tried to like. Uh, I know fuck, it's because we were streaming fuck, earlier. I was like, I've got to go to try and not. I mean, swear. I swear on my stream all the time. I know as well. you do. That's also and you're fine a dick. To swear. Oh, Dave, I'm saying the fucking D word. <laughs> Fuck off. I like that um, uh, with Davey here, there's just like the anger is between you two, and I just get to sit at the sidelines <laughs> and I just get it, to look it on. It gets worse. It gets worse. Um, but yeah, like I hate, I hate that. I hate when it's a trailer for something that's a sequel to something that we haven't even seen mm. the film it's supposed to come out for, which is a downside to the like the whole MCU, which is oh we know these films are coming out, yeah. we're announcing what's coming out. Here's a trailer that is going to tie into something you haven't even seen, and it, it I, ruins um, it. I also I know the plot to Spider Man uh, Far From Home from the trailer. Like I or do you? Spider Man goes do. far from home. No, Spider Man goes on hol- goes on holiday. Mysterio turns up. He talks about the multiverse. Nick Fury gets him in to help with the man who came from the multiverse but that's all bullshit because yep. it's Mysterio so Mysterio is in control of the elementals and then he'll turn on Spider-Man at some point and bosh because do you know what the A-lister that they get in to be another friendly guy is always going to be the villain yeah so that's that's the, and I know that because I've seen the trailer because the trailers are fucking gives too much away again and do you know what although, although, although actually sorry before you say what he was like, that's kind of on me because I know enough about yeah. Mysterio. Because if I didn't, if I knew fuck all about Spider Man, I'd watch that trailer and go. Do you know? I don't oh, think oh. so though. Like, because like I've read some of the comics, like the Spider Man comics, but there, there wouldn't be enough, and that would make me go, "Oh, right, Mysterio is just a lying dick." 
it would be a case of he's dropping the D word again. I Gary. know. Jesus. See, you've let me loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Dude, he's going to say cod wallop, <laughs> and maybe <laughs> language. Um, he's going to um, text his mum after this. Hey, mum, I know I was doing that please, podcast with Gary, please, but please, please don't listen. Please don't listen to it. <laughs> I said a couple of naughty words, and don't I feel put really me in the bad. Closet. Um, what was I saying? What happens when you're in the closet? You don't want to know. Okay. Pretty much. Seven minutes of heaven. <laughs> it's, like when when it's like when daddy used to come visit. Danny? <laughs> oh man, what's happening? I don't know. All my repressed memories. <laughs> um, what was I saying? You were saying Spider-Man Mysterio. Yeah, like it is. Because, because you know, like they're not just going to have Jake Gyllenhaal in there being Gyllenhaal. a good guy. He's not going to get his own movie in the MCU. So he is, he's a villain. Like, so you go into that going, right, well, it's not... Spider-Man and Mysterio, like, versus whatever. Yeah. It's Spider-Man Far From Home, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, like, cool, he's a bad guy. There's, I, I personally don't feel that there is anything in that would make me go, nah, he's he's definitely a good guy. Unless, unless going, sorry, going back to my Deadpool 2 comment, unless they're, unless they're pulling a fucking major, major bamboos on all of us. Because the whole, the whole thing with Deadpool 2 is you watch the trailer... And the trailer goes on about the X-Force massively. <laughs> Which is like a three-second scene. Yeah, exactly. They, they're in it for five minutes and then they all get murdered. <laughs> and it's amazing. Which is such a great moment. It's such a great moment because you're watching it going, oh, yeah, but he'll bring them back or something. No, they're dead. The whole, all the trailers building up to the X-Force and then one of them survives. Two of them, including Deadpool. Amazing. And then the big bad of that movie, the whole film is yeah. about... Uh, no, two of them. Oh, no, he retcons it. Yeah, you, you mean he fixes it. But then the big bad of the film being Juggernaut, nowhere in the trailers, not even touched upon. The whole film, all the trailers build up that the flame kid is going to, and Cable's the big bad, and then Juggernaut turns up and you go, what the fuck? And it was amazing. Yeah. So good. That's what you need from a trailer. But both, uh, I was about to say X-Men Far From Home, but Spider-Man Far From Home and Deadpool 2 fall into another one of my bullet points. Oh yes. What, what, what number are we on now? Uh, I mean, we're dancing back and forth. Like I mean, we're all over the place at this point. There's no structure. You should have taken control a long time ago. I mean, that's impossible. Uh, uh, is trailers spoiling all the best jokes? Yeah. Because uh, how many movies have we gone to see? We are just and you come back and you go, oh, how's how was that new comedy? So it's like, yeah, all the best jokes were in the, the yeah. trailer. Yeah. But I suppose they do that to be like, oh look. These are some good jokes. Maybe come see our movie. There'll be others. No. And, but then it gets to the point where like, you hear the joke so much and then it, you're watching it in the movie and the joke happens. You're just like, oh. Like. But then they're also getting to a point now where they're putting shit into the trailers that doesn't happen in the film. Uh, Toy Story 4, prime example, the, the voice clip that I've been hearing nonstop for the last two weeks is, to infinity and your mom. <laughs> and that doesn't happen in the film. I've never even seen that in the trailer. I've not seen it's, that. No, it wasn't, it wasn't in the trailer. I think that was sound bites that have been circulating in my podcast. Tra- trailer, Audio trailers. It's on the radio. Radio. Um, yeah, it's just another one. That, and, and going on that, trailers are putting things into them now that don't happen in the film, like you said with Avengers. Which, which I'm good. actually quite happy with. Yeah, it's much better. Better way to do it. Lie to me. Give me a trailer which fucking lies to me. Makes me think something's going to happen to film. And when I go see it, it doesn't happen. Cool. Either that or it's just like, because um, I've, I've still never seen the Endgame trailer, but from what I've been told, that is literally the first half hour of the movie. Yeah, I watched, I saw the Endgame trailer before seeing Endgame, even though I didn't want to. And then when I watched Endgame, I was still like, this is 
it, 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 I think the end game trailer only shows everything up until they're about to start time traveling, and then yeah. it stops after that. So more or less. I, w- I would like a movie that, like a trailer that did that, that didn't reveal anything of the second half of the movie. Just give me the first half, Christ, even the first fifty minutes of the movie. Just get some random shit. Cut the trailer down from two and a half to three and a half minutes down to like a minute and a half. Just show that stuff and leave the rest because you don't want to give anything away from your final act. The thing you also have to consider though is Marvel at this point have built an empire where they and a universe where they can do this and it can work for them. But most other films out there are just not... They don't have the... The clout, f- the, clout, the freedom, mm. the the response from an audience. Like, mm. Can you imagine if this the new Terminator film, which I want to talk about how... They can't market Terminator films to save their lives. I haven't even but, watched the new trailer for it. But it's like, I mean, it just gives away, much like the Genesis one gave away a big plot point, this one gives away a big plot point. Uh-huh. It's just like, can you imagine if in the this new Terminator film they tried to do an endgame style trailer and show very little of the film, maybe just the first act, do scenes that aren't going to be in the film? I mean, maybe it would work for them, but they're they're too scared to try it because mm-hmm. they're like, it, it's not it's, a, it's, it's not a done deal. It's, it's not kind a, of a definite. It's one. a catch-22, because Rogue One... Remember all of the articles that were popping up around that at the time of release, which were all the scenes that were in the trailer that didn't happen in the film, and people were fucking raging about it, rather than taking it in the... But that's because oh, this is cool. Gareth Edwards delivered a final cut that Disney didn't like, and then they secretly pushed him off the project, brought in a new writer, a new director, and a new editor, shot new scenes, and then... Cut old cut scenes that they weren't happy with and built a new movie, but kept his name on it because they didn't want to. Da- mm-hmm. And then look at fucking Solo, a Star Wars story where it's, uh, uh, what the two guys, what are their names again that did like Lego, the Lego movie and Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Yeah, the Christopher Miller and Phil when they were doing Solo Star Wars. Because I keep up with them. Thank you very much. They were involved with Brooklyn Nine Nine quite a lot. Because mm. they still got credits on the film because they had filmed a significant portion of it but Ron Howard got the final credit because he filmed Ron the majority Howard, of Howard? the percentage they still got writing credits and he got a directing credit am I thinking of the same Ron Howard the From, porn star no that's Ron Jeremy Ron mm-hmm. Jeremy sorry it's because you got a moustache right now you're just porn's on your mind it's a good moustache yeah ladies and gentlemen I shaved my moustache back so you can imagine I'll put it up listen. we'll put it up on social media at some point fuck yeah we will but but it's a uh, it's a case where we're also in an interesting situation where when it comes to trailers, certain directors don't have control over the vision of those trailers that mm-hmm. go out now. Uh, and the few directors that do these days take great advantage of it, but it's more interesting to think of. We've seen situations where directors have made films and then studios have said, this isn't this isn't what we're kind of wanting for, so we're going to build this trailer over mm-hmm. here to promote your films. Like, yeah, but that's not... That's it's not my trailers are a marketing Suicide tool now. Squad. Yeah, Tra- trailers are a marketing tool now, rather than an extension of the movie. Yes, and that's the problem. I think. I mean, it's all. Haven't they always just been a marketing tool? I mean, that is a primary job. Yeah, yeah. To market the mm. movie, like, hey, come see this. Yep. Yeah, maybe. maybe I re- yeah, it's a stupid statement. Yep. Although you agreed with me, Gav. So I was going to say, you want to blame the mustache again? Make sure to not remove this. I'm just you. You know what I mean. Yeah. Thank you, Gavin. It's it is maybe a mu- it became it started out the whole initial premise of a trailer is to sell people to come and see the show the the movie mm-hmm. or the showing of the movie 
Um, but then people got creative with it, and then they like misled people, or they were like, they were doing creative things with it, and then now it's kind of there's a lot of more of this resurgence of not doing creative things with it, yeah, and being really boring and giving I mean, everything away. There's a, that thing that uh, you showed me that video before we were laughing about it. Where it's so many trailers now because trailers run in trends where. Think of what Inception did for trailers, which was that blah noise. And then every trailer after that started doing blah noises. It's called a French horn. A, a, there you go, French horn. Was that a French horn? It's a French horn. Mm. But the, the new trend in trailers currently, and I, th- I want to say Civil War was a factor in this happening, which is now trailers will take popular songs and slow them down. And so Yeah, like I, I was going to say it's, it's musical... Like timing your yeah. trailer to a musical piece is the. And if I watch one more trailer trend. where someone times an action to bullets going off to the like bullets going off to the the music they got going over it, I'm just gonna gouge my ears out and sell them to someone. Hey, just I'm, like a shobs and whore. Yeah, but it's like and just like shobs, shobs and whore, shobs and shobs and whore, Calvin and Hobbes. Then, and, <laughs> like, okay. The interesting trend that. with that, but the interesting thing about that trend in trailers about matching the actions to the music is that came from video game trailers mm. and in movie trailers thought well, that's because like Call of Duty and stuff like that they were just like yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's just gunshots galore so they can just match the Eminem song to the bullets and then it gets you fucking hyped oh I'm going to play Call of Duty and the movie trailers were like oh we want to do that with our action <laughs> movie as yeah. well we want to do that with John Wick or Hobson Shaw or whatever it is and just so just it's, do it those interesting trends that tra- and I'm, we're finally out of the bois uh Type, but I don't. I don't know. That Godzilla trailer somehow did both. Yeah, but that's Godzilla though. Like that's. I mean, big monsters, yeah. and that's their form of communication is shouting at each other. Also, if you watch all the Godzilla trailers, it's like they hired four different studios and said, "Give us your interpretation of the movie with this trailer." Because like that first one, it's like Claire de Lune, compared to the last one, where it's just like fucking explosion and orgasms just everywhere. It's like ah, explosion gasms. All right, Gav. Um, do you want to bring us in? Bring us in for landing? Yes. What's your, what's your, you got any final points? Uh, I always say I'm going to stop watching movie trailers, and I don't, so I'm part of the problem. Davey, do you want to wrap things up? I hate trailers, but I also love them. It's annoying. Yeah, there's there's some, like, sometimes you get, if you get a good, like, I'll generally go back and watch some trailers for movies that came out years ago, just because, like, there's this movie, it's an Italian film called uh, Le Grand Le Ble- Le, Le Grand Le Yes, that's it. And it's, I just go back sometimes because the trailer's so. The Big Lebowski. No, it's. <laughs> it's no. The Italian Big Lebowski. Le Grand Le it's, it's The Great Beauty. It is, it's called The Great Beauty. Le Grand Le Blitz. Yeah, whatever. And I'll go back and watch this trailer yeah, so many choice. times just because it's so wonderfully put together. It doesn't give anything away about the film. The music's wonderful and it's just it's just got this great vibe to it. And it also reminds me of that, that film because I enjoyed it. And sometimes if you enjoy a film, you just want to jump back into the trailer sometimes just to kind of recreate those mm. wonderful experiences you had when watching it. I like being surprised by them. Like, especially when you see a trailer, because one of them was Long Shot, mm-hmm. which it, it looked like just a generic Seth Rogen, super shitty fart joke type of movie, but ended we up being... It, stuff. it ended up being, like, a, a decent movie. Real good. Like, so, I can be surprised by them, but I love and hate them. Yeah, what's interesting about that, though, is that's that's what they marketed that film that way because they thought that's what was going to sell it. Yep. Yeah. 
another example oh. of just a like oh this isn't what we think audiences want so we're going to create a trailer that we think they want and it turns out they wanted what the film was all along and yeah. it ends up being better than when you thought yeah oh yeah so on that ladies and gentlemen um we all hate trailers they're other than the occasional rare i don't good hate n- trailers i just tolerate them. what's your favorite trailer ever there you go that's the last thing for you i i so i'm gonna go first i have no answer to this yep. because i have never given it that much nope. <laughs> i mean go watch the trailer for the great beauty the just just beautiful trailer. you mean the big lebowski no not the, no i don't mean i mean you can also watch the trailer of the big lebowski actually okay I mean. there's a lot of bowling in that trailer a lot of bowling in that film you see they're doing a sequel with uh John Turturro, where it's all about his character yeah. and how, how him being falsely accused of being a pedophile affected his life. Also, he's editing it. He's doing Why? like the final edit I on it. I don't understand. It's, it's a real weird situation. How any like of that's come together. Yeah, it's like the the Coen brothers signed off and like, yep, go for it. He's like, all right, cool. And he's just because he wrote and editing it. I'm sure. I'm sure he wrote it. As yeah, well. it's weird. I'm, uh, that poor and, man. Uh, Jeff that Brit- poor man must have flown so close to stardom, and he's just been sailing. That that wave of yeah, I was a uh, I was this guy. I was in the Big Lebowski. Look, oh wow, nice one, man. And then he got yeah, yeah, peed yeah. on a robot, peed on by a robot in Transformers. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. I mean, yeah, him and the Cor- so bad for him now. Yeah, like him, John Turturro in Core Brothers film. You thought this guy is going to be the next big thing, and then all the decisions he made outside of Core Brothers <laughs> movies were just like, John, what are you doing? Right, let's wrap it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, as always. <sighs> Very messy this week. Well, I, I like it messy. I thought. But bring hey. Up, bring on the Vaseline. Wild card. But hey, by now, you, you know what you're getting from us. So if you don't well, like it, do. fuck off. I no, guess. if you're a new listener. If you're a new listener, explore some of our other podcastographies. If you're a new listener and this is your first episode, uh, bad you're, choice. You're welcome. <laughs> Should have gone somewhere else. Go listen to the... Episode 5. That's a good one. Go listen to episode 26. That's a fucking solid one. What? How do you know the numbers? Because I fucking do it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that numbers them all and puts them up. Um, you can find us on Facebook at the Meandering Movie Podcast. Instagram is but the same. Just look for us on the Meandering Movie Podcast. Twitter is at Meandering Pod. Gmail, Meandering Movie Podcast at gmail.com. Gary's twitching still i'm still twitching i recently watched him play overwatch you should we get that checked out yeah <laughs> i smell toast um yeah i'm on twitch pixels cafe you can come give me a follow hit that subscribe button he's not a good reinhardt is what i've learned i'm a fucking well good reinhardt i just charge bad a lot yeah you do i call it out every time <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, well i hit that wall again <laughs> anyway guys thank you so much for listening i'll be back next week with my co-host Gavin I was about to say we'll be back next week I was going to say where am I going to be we'll be back next week with another episode of the Meandering Movie Podcast the Hollywood Walk of Fame of Failures Gavin Stewart bye (laughs) it's Meandering Movies it's Meandering Movies it's Meandering Movies so So